Hello there, and welcome back to a long-expected podcast where two girls read Lord of the Rings, one for the first time. And one for the millionth. I'm Megan. And I'm Julia. And today, you guys, we made it. We started the two towers today. It's crazy. How did this happen? I know. (laughs) I feel like... Every episode, I'm always saying, like, and today we started blah, 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 because I'm just so excited. There's, like, obviously, I haven't watched the movies, but I know there's a meme of Sam. He always says, like, like I think this is the farthest step I've taken from home, or, like, every step I take is the farthest from home or something like that. Oh, yeah. My brothers quote that all the time. And so I feel like that's basically <laughs> what I'm doing. Every episode, I'm just like, this is the farthest step I've taken in the books. <laughs> That's so funny. (laughs) That's so true, though. He does say that a lot. Does he? Uh Uh-huh. Well, like, not a lot, a lot, but every once in a while, he'll be like, wow, we're so far from home. (laughs) Wow, thanks, Sam. My brother always quotes, there's like a YouTube video that's like every step Sam takes in the movies, but each step he says that, and it's like a billion hours long or something. I don't know. Obviously, I haven't seen it for spoilers, but... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. That's hilarious. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, we'll find it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And listeners, I just wanted to say that you have caught us just before we started recording. We were talking about how far our hair can wrap around our heads. (laughs) (laughs) We were. (laughs) Because <laughs> we haven't seen each other in so long in person that our hair mm-hmm. has grown so much. Both of our hair is like, I think Megan's is by her waist now. Yeah, it's getting closer. It's like yeah. the bottom of my rib cage. Yeah, mine is just reaching the bottom of my rib cage. <laughs> and, and so Megan was saying that she measures her hair by how many times it can wrap around her head. <laughs> yes, it's true. Right now it wraps around my head perfectly at once. it's so impressive (laughs) oh thanks but then again my head is like kind of small so okay (laughs) that might be why (laughs) my hair wraps around in case you know in case you were wondering (laughs) my hair wraps around my head like just over three quarters of the way but I have a bigger head so (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's not a measurement of how long our hair is. Maybe we're actually measuring our head size. Ah, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) So, listeners, at home, try it yourself. (laughs) Oh, man. That's so funny. (laughs) Uh Um, But... Nothing else to report. I mean, this is just so exciting. (laughs) It is. (laughs) And even more exciting, chapter one of the two towers is called The Departure of Boromir. And before I started reading, the first thing I wrote in my notes, which I feel so bad about now, (laughs) I wrote, thank God, in like all capitals and super underlined. I was... (laughs) I figured you'd be excited by the title. (laughs) I was excited, and now I just feel so bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. But another observation Mm -hmm. is that uh, this one starts with book three. So obviously, I guess we're going up in books. Does Is this split in book three and book four? 
Only two towers? Yeah. Okay, I didn't want to look. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting how he does that. I know. He, I think he has overcomplicated it, to be honest. (laughs) Yes, he has, because (laughs) (laughs) there's three books, but it's not a trilogy. There's part one, part two, and part three, but each part is divided into two different books, but it's not, you know, book one and book two of each part. It just keeps going book one, book two, book three, book four, etc. It's just, oh, our poor... So confusing. Yes, our poor titles for... The, this podcast, the title is yes. telling you what chapters we're reading. It's going to be so complicated. Oh, it is. <laughs> chapters within even... books within parts. Oh, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> within a series. <laughs> within a series. Yep. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. But we have Lord of the Rings news this week, Megan. <gasps> no way. Yeah. We, we talked about this over text before, but not in detail. We did. Uh, Lord of the Rings is getting its own anime film called The War of the Rohirrim. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Nice. No idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it says that it will cover the history behind the fortress at Helm's Deep. Um, I don't think I know what Helm's Deep is right now, right? No, you don't. But you will eventually okay. know. Ah, within, that's exciting. You will learn what it is within the two towers. Oh, that's cool. And you will also learn about the Rohirrim in the two towers oh, as Rohirrim. well. Yes. Oh, Well, Helm's Deep, I'm just going to, I love just throwing out random predictions because I sound stupid and people like to laugh at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Helm reminds me of a helmet. So obviously mm-hmm. it's some sort of like fortress or like some war army defending thing. And then deep makes me think of a valley, so it just it just feels kind of like like some sort of kingdom's important valley of some sort. Okay, That's all that I interesting. pick up. Cool. Um, but other information about this series is it covers the life of Helm Hammerhand, King of Rohan. So obviously Helm's Deep has something to do with Helm Hammerhand, and I just. <laughs> I hate this name so much, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That name is not familiar to me, by the way. Okay, so he's not someone in the series, then. No, he is not. Oh. And I just, like, I know that last names have to do with your ancestor's career, like, in our life. Most last names to do with your ancestor's career. So I'm curious what Hammerhand means. (laughs) Maybe he was a... a mason or a blacksmith of some sort, but yeah, who knows? Or maybe his hand just got chopped off, and then he just oh boy. it with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Megan, I'm sure that is what it is. <laughs> yeah, like Captain Hook, but like Captain <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> so we, we've decided here first. We're predicting what this anime is about. It it's it's the Captain Hook of Middle Earth. It's yeah. Hammerhand. <laughs> yeah, and I instead love that. of being afraid of crocodiles, mm. he is afraid of alligators. <laughs> Are there alligators in Middle Earth? <laughs> no clue. <laughs> okay, so then 
Hook was afraid of Peter Pan, who is a child who just tormented him all the time. Yeah. So who is the nemesis of Hammerhand? Ooh. Radagast. <laughs> Radagast? But when Radagast was a child wizard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> and then Radagast's Tinkerbell is like a bird or something that is just madly in love with Radagast. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I like that. Me too. Okay, I was not excited for this. Yeah, absolutely. I wasn't excited about this anime until right now. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Uh, But some more information. Um, It's going to be 2D animated, which is cool. Um, It will be a theatrical release, which is also exciting. That is interesting. It will be animated in Japan, which is great. Cool. Um... And then it says that a lot of the original screenwriters from the original Lord of the Rings movies are on this project. So hopefully okay. the script will be good. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not an anime fan, but I like Studio Ghibli films. Mm. So maybe it'll be that style. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I'm not very experienced with anime, so I can't mm-hmm. actually say whether I like it or not. Because mm-hmm. I just haven't seen much of it. <laughs> that makes sense. I had it's, a moment. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, it just doesn't really pique my interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had a moment in middle school where I was in a group of friends and they all liked anime. And so I watched like one series. and uh, But I like I didn't like it. But I pushed through because I wanted to fit in. <laughs> by the end of it, I'm like, you know, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> I'll stick with fair. my Disney films. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's uh, um that's it for news. So if you want, we can just dive right into the chapter. Sounds great. <laughs> cool. So we start off and no time has passed. Like none at all. You could <laughs> basically none. just it's like he had a piece of paper that he wrote his novel in and he just cut it in half and he's like, "Great. That's perfect. One is one yeah. book, one is the other." <laughs> yeah. I honestly feel like this chapter could be part of the first book. I thought like so, too. It seems to fit there more. Mm-hmm. But then again, it kind of starts off, like, where we end up in the second book. Or second mm. part, or however you <laughs> prefer to say it. Um, so confusing. So confusing. And, but yeah, I honestly always think that this happens at the end of the first. Like, at the end really? of the Fellowship of the Ring. And then the Fellowship of the Ring ends, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's part of the Two Towers. Hmm. Every time I read this. I wonder how many years apart these two books came out from each other. Yeah. Um, This one came in 1954, and my memory does not remember when the first one came out. (laughs) We'll find out. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. I know. I I feel like this was a very lackluster way to start the first part of the second book yeah yeah very anticlimactic yeah Mm. maybe that's why he said it was parts and not like books because Mm. parts it it almost makes it seem like it's supposed to be one big book with just three different parts right i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) who knows we'll ask him one day you know (laughs) yeah exactly 
Yeah, big big uh, podcast goal here is to get J.R.R. Tolkien onto our podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so Aragorn is climbing up the hill towards the seat, uh, and he's following Frodo's trail. And he sat on the seat as well, and he looked around, and he saw nothing but a circling great bird of some sort in the distance. Mm -hmm. So more circling birds, and yeah, don't like it. Nope, we don't. (laughs) But suddenly, Boromir's horn sounds, and the cries of the orcs are heard. So Aragorn races down the hill, uh, but the sound died away, and the orcs retreated before he could arrive. Mm-hmm. And Aragorn came across a sitting Boromir, and he was pierced with a black feathered arrow, uh, or arrows, plural. Um, his sword was broken, his horn cloven in two, and the, there were dead orcs surrounding him all over. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> I like to think that in the middle of this battle, <laughs> an orc grabbed his horn and just like chopped it in <laughs> half. And he's like, great, that yeah. was my contribution. <laughs> <laughs> yes, runs away. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> right? Or, like, it was, like, the middle of Boromir's noise that he was making, so it was, like, yeah. like the horn was going, and then he just, like, yanks it out of his mouth. <laughs> yes, that would be funny, actually. <laughs> uh, but Boromir is still alive. He opens his eyes, and he repents for harassing Frodo. And, mm-hmm. like, do you think he's actually sorry for harassing Frodo? I like to believe that he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not really any way we can know, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's, like, something he's saying as he's, like, dying. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like one of his last words type of deal. So mm-hmm. I think that if someone is saying what they believe to be their last words and it, they kind of, like, repent of something, I think that I would take that seriously and be like, yeah, he means it. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, what's he going to gain? Because he's not going to live. Yeah, because if he didn't care, he probably wouldn't say it. Mm-hmm. It, it would be, That's like, wasting point. his breath. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. <laughs> um, And we're getting the impression that the orcs bound and took Frodo and Sam. That's what they think, because they don't actually know where Frodo and Sam went. They just say that the orcs right. took the hobbits. And then Boromir's actual last words were, go to Minas Tirith and save my people. I have failed. And then he dies. Yeah. (laughs) I was so shocked and immediately felt bad for being so thankful for the chapter title. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the chapter title just makes you think like, oh, he just ditched. Yeah, I thought he just like, okay, well, I'm going to Minas Tirith. You guys can go after Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't seem real. I've I've seen like so many pictures on Instagram of people posting about Boromir and mm-hmm. like there's pictures and memes of him that I'm like this yeah. can't be that can't be his entire story. I feel like there's so much more of <laughs> Boromir that should have been expressed for people to feel this way about him. But that was yeah. it. That's literally it. I totally thought he was going to be in the books until, like, the very end. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but, I mean, at least... Okay, this is going to sound so horrible to say. At least this was the first death in the book. Because, again, I don't believe Gandalf is dead. But mm-hmm. this is the first book... or No, the first death in the books that I... And I'm not sad about it. 
At least it wasn't yeah. like a character that I'm I was like devastated about. Right. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I know. Mm. It's like it's kinda sad, but at the same time it's like uh, we're probably better off. Yeah, exactly. If if Mary or Pippin died right now instead, I would have been very, very sad. Yeah. But because it's 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 just Boromir. That's it's horrible. Boromir. <laughs> That's so horrible. I know. Oh man. But I feel the same way. <laughs> oh no. Do you remember what you felt when you read this the first time? Uh I have to go. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I. <laughs> what is Boromir that boring for you? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh man. I think. I was like. I think I was a little bit sad because he kind of like he repented and I was like okay he was good in the end whatever mm-hmm. but at the same time it was like he kind of sucked so I didn't <laughs> feel actually sad about it. Yeah. So it's like, well, you try to take the ring, you get what's coming to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, an interesting question. If anybody, if any of our listeners wants to mm-hmm. message us or respond on Instagram or something, I'd love to know how you feel about Boromir and what you felt when he died. I'm curious. Yes. That would be very are, interesting to hear. Are there any Boromir apologists out there? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who knows? <laughs> hmm. But now Aragorn feels torn to go to Minas Tirith or to follow Frodo and potentially the orcs. He doesn't know which one to choose yet. Because now he yeah. feels bound by Boromir because that was Boromir's last words. Yeah. I feel hmm. so bad for Aragorn at this point. I know. I feel worse for him than I feel for Boromir who just died. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> because... He's, like, the leader of the company, and mm-hmm. now, I mean, he didn't know what to do to begin with, but now mm-hmm. he's got, like, it's like he's torn three ways. Yeah. And I feel so bad for him. And he can't, like, talk to anybody else to ask for their opinions, really? Yeah. Because everybody else is so biased. Like, everyone knows which direction that they want to go in, but Aragorn is torn in so many different ones. Yeah. So it's so hard. In that mm-hmm. sense. And obviously he wants to do the right thing as mm-hmm. the leader of the company. And also because, like, Frodo's quest is really important. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> if you want Middle Earth to kind of, you know, live, yeah. you kind of need to do this. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, I oh, guess man. the entire fate of Middle Earth is kind of sitting in in, Bor- uh, in Aragorn's hands. Yeah. Also That's a lot. Frodo's, but right now Frodo is like Aragorn's responsibility. Yes. Or at least while the company was together. Mm-hmm. So. And I mean, at this point, Aragorn thinks that Frodo is with the orcs. That's true. So, yeah. So he, it's like he, he feels like he obviously has to, otherwise Frodo's going to die and the ring is going to go to the orcs and that's not good. So. Yeah. Hmm. Poor Aragorn. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and then at this point is when I realized, because I was, up until this point, I was kind of thinking maybe Frodo and Sam were sailing away in the boat, but then the orcs grabbed them. So maybe they did get captured by the orcs. But mm. then I realized, 
oh, this is like Merry and Pippin. So Merry and Pippin definitely got captured by the orcs and yes. hopefully Frodo and Sam are safely away. Yeah. Yeah. But then Legolas and Gimli come and they're very weary from fighting and they quickly decide to t- take a break from their journey and put Bormir in a boat with his weapons to honor him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just have this this little funeral party. So yeah. Aragorn finds all the the weapons scattered around and um he he observes some things as he goes. So he notices that the orcs are not only from Mordor but from the north and the Misty Mountains and other places and there's goblins too. So he's like picking up all this information. Yeah. Mhm. And he they have he's bows. Like- I was yeah. just going to say, he's, like, actually so smart at figuring he's out so how smart. things went. Like, Yeah. Oh, it's actually like, crazy. Oh, footprints. Oh, they belong to this person. Oh, yeah. this happened. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later, but he literally pieces together word for word what Frodo and Sam did. Like, he picks up everything. Literally. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. obviously, he's a... Um, I'm just getting a phone call. <laughs> Uh, obviously he's a, was it a ranger is yeah, the word? that's the word. Yeah, so that kind of his job is just to Pretty much. be very, very observant of the world around him. But like, yeah. I don't know, he's so good. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. He also notices that the bows of these um, orcs and goblins are those of men, not of orc style bows. Yeah. So it's, we're getting such a... A conglomeration of different species and beings all together here. Yeah. So I, it's obviously hinting that there's like, there's a bigger picture here of someone is gathering all these things together. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. And, and then on their shields is a small white hand in the center of a black field. And, and on their helmets, um, is an S rune in white as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then he pieces together that the S is for Saruman and, cause, you know, Saruman the White. Aha. Yeah. Um, and then Aragorn hints that the birds are from Saruman as well. Yeah. So this is a lot of information. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and you just like, I wonder how, it all out. I know. And I wonder how long it's been that Saruman, like, remember when Saruman turned yeah. Uh, on Gandalf last part. I wonder how long yeah. it's been till now. Like yeah. six months or something? I don't know. Probably something like that. Cause like Saruman has, has built up an army, we can assume. And he's yeah. got, oh, he's got a logo now. Yeah. He <laughs> and, does. Yeah. He I wonder who his graphic designer logo. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, very foreboding. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, and Gimli and Lailas. Uh, went f- to fetch their boats, and they only came back with two, uh, because, you know, Frodo and Sam have taken the third. Yes, which we already know, but they don't. We know that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's no sign of the orcs in this area, so, yeah, at this point I was like, great, Sam and Frodo made it out. Whew, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And they prepared Bormir, they surrounded him with all of his weapons, and his cloak, and his belt, and they combed his hair as well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love that detail. Uh-huh. And, and they pushed him um, down the river, and he went down the Roros Falls. hmm Yeah. 
Very, yeah. like, I, I love this idea. Like, I like the idea of honoring someone by putting them in a boat and sending them down the river. Yeah. But, like, where <laughs> do the bodies go? <laughs> I know, right? Like, they just... Do people, at the uh... end of the Roros River, do people, is there just, like, a pile of bodies? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, people depends. do this in other cultures. That's true. That and this was a huge thing. People... Sorry, go ahead. Mm. No, we just keep talking. It's fine. You go ahead. I was going to say, it depends on how many people have died in that area and how many people yeah. have been put over the falls. I know. But, like, uh, in so many books that I've read, like Anne of Green Gables I've read, and mm-hmm. there was a scene where Anne, the main character, she she's pretending, I forget to be who, but someone who has yeah. died. So, oh, yeah, you've yeah. read it too, right? I have. Um, and, like, yeah, they put her in a boat, and she pretends to be, you know, it's horrible, but she's a kid. Like, a dead figure yeah. in the boat, just sailing down yeah. their little creek. Um, And I know that other cultures in history, and I don't know if currently, but in history for sure, they do this as well to honor the dead. Yeah. There's so many questions about it. <laughs> I know. Why? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> but anyways, they they do that for Boromir, send him down a waterfall. Um, yep. And then Aragorn and Legolas sing Boromir a farewell. And then they turn away to go to Parth Galen, Galen, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So now I'm just observing that they went from, you know, nine members in total to now there's only three of them in the company. Yeah. That's crazy. They just and all got separated. I know. And then they went from three boats to only one boat because, you know, you know, yeah. we just talked about it. Yeah. And so Aragorn resumes looking for tracks and he finds Sam's on the shore and the two packs missing. And then this is the point where he correctly guesses, like, literally exactly what happened. Crazy. Yeah. So crazy. He's so cool. He is. So to follow Sam and Frodo to Mordor... Or Merry and Pippin with the orcs. This is what Aragorn has to decide. And he decides ultimately to go after Merry and Pippin instead of Sam and Frodo. Which I think is the better decision. I think so too. Because, yeah, they're like hopeless little hobbits who got captured. Whereas Sam and Frodo made their own decision. Mm -hmm. But also, what hope does Aragorn have that Merry and Pippin aren't already dead? Like, what What did the orcs gain if they were to take Merry and Pippin as prisoners? Yeah, because Boromir told the, him before he died that he believed they were still alive. Okay, right. But that's, like, the only information he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I have so many thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um... So after sailing a bit, they they left their boats and things and followed the orcs' very obvious path. Yes. Um, and Gimli uh, presses on because, <laughs> and I quote, dwarves too can go swiftly, and they do not tire sooner than orcs. <laughs> and then and then Aragorn says, yes, we shall all need the uh, endurance of dwarves. And I love that this is just a running joke that Gimli's always defending the like the endurance of dwarves and that they don't yeah. tire out. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's so, so good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and they sped into the trees. And that was the end of chapter one. 
Yeah. Which is, yeah, it just, it should have been last part, I feel. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I always confuse it for being the last part makes me feel like Mm. it really should be part of the last part. Yeah. Because it feels like the final finishing up of that little, like the actual coming apart of the fellowship. Hmm. I think so, too. Yeah. 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 Wait, it really does. Because now everybody is split up. And the company, again, is only three members big. So I feel like that's part of the breaking of the fellowship. I think so, too. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. I feel like almost this part should have started with... Not that I should correct Tolkien, the master of fantasy, but yeah. <laughs> it should have started with maybe, like, the perspective of Saruman, like, in his tower. Ooh. And we got to just, like, hear him forming the army somehow or, like, commanding something. It was just, like, a paragraph yeah. or something of him talking to a commander of the armies. And then we cut to this battle. I feel like that would have been better. Just yeah, to make it more of sense. an official start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then chapter two is called The Riders of Rohan. So I already know that Rohan are the horse girls of Middle Earth. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to, to meet them, actually. That's kind of yes. cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this chapter that we just read had no Frodo in it at all. Yeah. Like that's, have we had a chapter like that? I don't think so. Yeah. I will tell you it's going to be a while. What? Before we see Frodo again. Whoa. Because now that the company is split up, the book Mm -hmm. is, like, divided. So, well, this part, within the division of the two separate (laughs) books, this book, (laughs) we don't see Frodo and Sam at all. Because it focuses on the three. And then the next half of this part focuses on Frodo and Sam. What? Yes. So I don't like think that's a spoiler of, to tell you. So. No. So like all of book three, because there's book three and book four in this book. Yeah. So book three is no Frodo. Yeah. Whoa. But I know it's the series. Weird. The series is called The Lord of the Rings. I know. And Frodo is the Lord of the Ring. <laughs> is he, though? Well, that's what Pippin <laughs> called him a couple, like, last book, so... Yeah. Hmm. That's, yeah, interesting. Hmm. And I noticed the beginning of my book... I didn't notice this until I had finished my chapter. Uh yeah. But the beginning of my copy of The Two Towers has like a synopsis in the beginning that goes over the last book. Yeah, so, mine has that too. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so there's some mm-hmm. things in there that I pulled that were kind of cool. So um, in quotes, this is about Gandalf. Gandalf, in battle with the dreadful spirit of the underworld, fell into a dark abyss. So it did not mention that Gandalf had died. It said that he fell into a dark abyss. <laughs> And then another quote, the first part ended with the fall of Boromir to the lure of the ring, with the escape of and disappearance of Frodo and his servant Samwise. So I hated how Samwise was called Frodo's servant. I just, yeah, they're, uh, they're besties. Call them Frodo besties. and his bestie Samwise. <laughs> Please. <laughs> right. Um, 
Oh, and then I told myself to read the last paragraph. Let's see if I can find it. I love mm-hmm. I, I love and hate when I do this to myself because I read this last week and I wrote in my notes, <laughs> just read last paragraph. And now I don't even know what the last paragraph is. That's so okay. funny. <laughs> the second part, the two towers, now tells how each of the members of the Fellowship of the Ring fared after the breaking of their fellowship until the coming of the Great Darkness and the outbreak of the War of the Ring, which is to be recounted in the third and last part. Ah, that's why I wrote that's it down. That's exactly what mine said at the end of the first book. Oh, really? Like, okay. It, yeah. So you have it too, oh. then. Oh. Okay, so mine was just moved to this book. Yeah. Well, I'm just, the two things that stand out to me is The Great Darkness and The War of the Ring. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot it to unpack. Lot. It is. Just casually mm. hints. Oh, yeah. Just very subtly. Uh-huh. I wonder if he, if he knew how it was going to end when he was writing it. Like now when he's yeah. writing The Two Towers, if he knew how the, the Return of the King would be or if he came up with it as he went. True. That's a good point. I know that he originally wrote, he didn't like, he just, it was a campfire story that he told his children. That's so cute. I know. And then he turned it into a book. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I want an imagination like that. <laughs> right? Same. Hmm. <laughs> but that is how the first chapter ends. So. Yep. Wow. I'm excited to see. What happens? You you seem so excited about this book. I am. It's like this is where we really get to know like Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli. Good. And like the three of them on their like in everything they do in this book. And mm-hmm. Aragorn gets like seriously awesome. I'll just say that much. <laughs> More awesome than now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. So there's a reason why people are so obsessed with Aragorn. There's more to yes. learn. Yes. Hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. When we have to figure out his uh, his deep secrets, even though you say that we never will. And uh-huh. we have to figure out about his little crush on Arwen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we shall. And that is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We love and appreciate each of you. We would also really appreciate it if you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts as it helps people find us easier. You can follow us on Instagram at longexpectedpod for memes and updates as we read. And word of mouth helps too. If you know someone who would enjoy our little journey, please tell them about us. And most importantly, let's remember the true hero of Lord of the Rings, Tom Bombadil. (laughs) Bye! Bye!